Appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of Bliss is Ignorant Podcast, man. That's Jay Bliss. And I'm joined here, man, today by one of my com comedian compadres, man. Cat, I met a while back down in the A. Um, my dude, man, <laughs> Hank Denson, man. What's up? Welcome to the podcast, man. <laughs> Nothing, man. Listen, so <laughs> I got I gotta tell the story. I gotta tell the story. So I got ghosted by Hank like three times. Like this just just ridiculous. Hank's so busy, and and, and 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 you know I do I chalk it up to you do as many broadcasts and podcasts probably as I do. Like as far as like this, charge interviews, to, charge it to my brain, not my heart, dog. Yeah, I got I got you, yo. And you know, know what's funny? You, I, you I, I sent that dude a text message like, "Yo, I'm in." I don't, I don't like, like to say like, no. That's right. the thing. I don't want to say no. And I say yes to too many people. Mm -hmm. And I just, I'm reading a self-help book now about the art of no. And <laughs> it's like, I say, yeah, because I'm always worried. About, I'm always trying to jump on opportunity. Like, I always feel like the more your image is out, the more you're talking, the more your image, it, it just projects more. Especially right. when you have a message or you're saying something. And you don't know what that translates to on somebody else's media. So I'm right. always like, yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I don't never, I don't never lock it down. Like, do I don't handle it professionally. I'm just, I'm getting ready to hire an admin now. And Word. it almost brought me to, yo, I almost had an emotional breakdown because I was so unorganized. Right, it's right. It's hard telling people what we do and how to keep it going and organize it so we feel comfortable about them not messing it up. Man, I had a podcast uh, guest on, and um, she had a chalkboard behind her for all the stuff she had to do. I saw my name on her chalkboard for the podcast time, and and it was she had another one right underneath it. I was like, so she like she just She's talking like, about just on, like, buddy. Hey, chop chop. <laughs> hey, we got we got time to keep on this. You know what I mean? You won't keep asking me too many questions. You know what I right. mean? You so like, she, she's probably one of them people who needs a what you call it needs a uh, what do you call it talking points. Talking points, right, right. And see, like I said, mine is like a, a more organic conversation. I obviously got things I want to dig into, you know what I mean, and things like that. And we've been on a couple of other things together, man. You know, like you was on like my Comedians Chopping It Up episodes. And, you know, we chopped it up before, you know, just talking yeah. about like regular stuff. So, right. you know, I appreciate it. But the way we met was, um, the way that we met was basically through another comedian friend of ours who knew both of us and knew that our styles were very similar. Yeah. And he was like, yo, you got to go meet Bliss because y'all right in the same wheelhouse. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you showed up, I'm like, what up, man? You know what I'm saying? And like, it's funny because I don't know too many people from the um, the New England area, like black people. Oh, you don't know nobody from like Connecticut or? Not, not, I know Connecticut, but. Yeah. But black people, black people that live from like from Massachusetts. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like weird for me, but I was just like, okay, all right. So it, it was it was dope, man. But over the years, when I got a chance to know you, man, dude, you got a hand in everything. Like you like you 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 do a lot of stuff. I this is I'm trying to capitalize on that's why I got the admin, because you know, I was watching time fly by and then everything re rebooted again. Right. And, uh, and I was able to jump back on and start working at uh, a kind of not the same clip, but just doing gigs. And I was like, God, I burned so much time. Like yeah. now you look around, you like, I was supposed to have this done and that taped and I was supposed to have that going and that podcast finished recording and marketing for that. And I'm looking around, I'm like, did I just burn up a whole pandemic? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Well, and you know, we all, I didn't think about it that way, Hank. Like, so think about that. When this thing is over, there's going to be a lot of people that actually did a lot of things to prepare themselves to come out of this. And then it's like, if you haven't done anything during that time to make yourself better. Right. Like, when you come back on stage, you really shouldn't be telling the same jokes. Dude, and this is the thing we was talking about. I did a show... I did, I mean, I'm in like, I've done like nine, 10 shows since pandemic. Yeah. Wow. But I, I trickled, I trickled out, you know, you, it's like, I trickled out old material, yeah. new stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, okay, it was like this. They haven't seen me in a year. Right. 
Right. So you think about, and this is what people are saying, yo, if you home, you shouldn't have me doing the old material. It's like, but dude, if you, they haven't seen you in a year, right. you can give them a little bit of some, just to get yeah. your jabs together. Get your, get your, get like, your you should have like, Yeah. You should so have like, some real so what, I, what, I'm, what I've been doing, and, and I do have a show next Friday, like it's an outdoor show. Oh, um, and um, I'm using old material to step in the new. Like, that's like I'm, I'm 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 doing like a small bit or a piece of something to go into the new, like to introduce. Like I'm doing jokes about my girls. I'll 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 dip into an old bit to get them the feel of the twins, and then go into all right. Let me explain the story, or let me tell you what happened. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So right. I get what you're saying, man. But right. like bit for bit, I will not do it. Like no, I'll, I'll, I'll jump into crowd work before I go bit for bit. It's a weird feel anyways. When you go into space, when you go into that space and you're doing a comedy show, you're going to outside, you're going to see the space in the room mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. going to feel weird anyways. Like right. even in a club, you go in and you be like, <laughs> what's going on? And yeah. then you just be like, all right, let's get it done. And then it's like, okay. Before you know it, you undid your fifty minutes. Right, so. right, yeah, absolutely, man. That's that's dope. I never, I didn't even think of it that way, man. That's why it's good to have conversations with people because they they give you a different perspective. Now, let me let me go back to the beginning for you and 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 kind of like you do, you know, you you say why comedy? I want to know like how did you how did you even get into it? Uh, my brother, um, my brother was a. Uh, uh, he's, he's still a DJ, and oh, yeah. um, I've always I'm a church. Well, let's bring it back early in that. I'm a church kid, church kid. Yo, it's real simple. Church kid. I had asthma. Um, I was always a sick kid. Nobody, would, I couldn't go nowhere. I could. I wasn't playing the sports. I was little. I was right. evil. You know what I mean? I was like, right. Always, <laughs> and I was always around adults. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't go outside and play with the kids, and you know this was like six, seven, seven, eight. And everybody was like, oh, he's going to be sick. He's sick. Oh, he gonna... And that's what they used to put on me. And uh, in the long run, I used to just mimic everybody. I could okay. do everybody's conversation. So right. it would be like me and my brother would be talking. And he would be like, where was you at? I was like, we was over Aunt May in the witch call's house. And you know how she talked. Look, sugar, ain't nobody going to be sitting here talking this stuff. Boy, and he's sick again. And I would do the voice. And my brother would be hollering like, yo, why you sound just like her? Yeah, ain't nobody saying nothing. Then Uncle Greg would come in. Hey, ain't nobody said over And they'd be like, yo, you sound just like him. And I used to just do that over and over and over again. And then I got to the point where I realized funny was what I could take a picture, I could take what I see and reenact it. So my mother used to make me redo stuff like Michael Jackson, redo, and I would just redo the whole scene, all the characters, never knew that why they were laughing, were they laughing at because I was dead on about the character, was I dead laughing because there was some funny in it. And right. as I got older, um, it's just everybody was like, yo, you should be an entertainer, you should be some kind of, and they never knew what, you should be an actor. And I was like, eh, this is 10, 11, I started playing basketball, started getting at the girls. Then I realized funny, funny was how I kept from getting beat up, chased. Like my cousin sold drugs. You know, I had drug dealer cousins. I had the last name, but I didn't have the thug. So right. they'd be like, yo, they'd be like, yo, dude, that's your, that's your cousin. I'd be like, yeah, but I had a sweater vest on with a latin kid. You know what I mean? I had no swag, no kind of thug to me, nothing. And I realized the funny is what got me through a lot of the situations. Just, are you serious? Are you serious? Yes, it is. My daughter is microwaving, doing all kinds of stuff. That's you funny. Stop, stop. <laughs> I'm doing an interview. You can hear all that. Okay, then you would have been gone to the gym already. I'm sorry, dog. But nobody <laughs> don't care about what I'm doing here. They just care about themselves at this point. So, uh... Yo, the, why are we even still talking about it? I'm doing an interview. So if you was on an interview and doing something, would you like for me to be pressing buttons in the back? That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> I said, wow. The Bliss is Ignorant podcast, baby. Bruh. Jeez. So anyways. Hey, <laughs> you know what she said to me? But I'm hungry, though. Like. <laughs> Yo, that's 
funny, man. Forget, forget what you're doing, bro. It, uh, right, right. So, so, so you go. Her, her mother's whispering. Her mother was like, I know. Yeah, right. Like whatever, whatever they're doing. Like it don't matter. That's hilarious, bro. So, so you go. So you realize that the funny was gonna get you places. Yeah, uh, and a lot of us, a lot of us learn that. Yeah, kept me from getting, kept me from the drama. Um, right, because you right. know, in every household and family is this family drama stuff. You know, and you it just kept me, kept me from the drama. And yeah. as long as you find a place to go to for that, and they say comedy comes from a dark place, but sometimes it's rescuing us. It's rescuing us and bringing us back to some clarity. It's because still, you know, it's still dark people. though. You think about it, right? So, so, so the darkness, the darkness for you was it kept people off of you because you know you got the last name, you don't have the persona, but it was like, yo, I'm expecting this from you, but that ain't my lane. Right. But it's funny as my lane, so now you're gonna look at me different. Right. It was you the same for me. It was the same for me because you know I grew up. I had a twin sister. She was overweight. She got picked on a lot. So that means I had to fight a lot because I had to defend my sister. Right. So I had to come up with a solution. Solution was be funny. Right. If I was funny, people were like, nah, man, that's, that's justice, man. That, that dude funny, man. Leave that, leave right. that, leave her alone, man. Because but I was still that's who. Fight. That's who. Wait a minute. What'd you say? Right, huh? Would you say that's who? That's I said that's his sister. Yo, you got you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, I thought you said your first name. I was like, I never never heard you say your first oh, name. Oh, Justin? Yeah, 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 yeah. I never heard you say Justin. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, man. So yeah, I, I get it when you say come from a dark place. But a lot of times when pe people take that that um, persona of a dark place and they look at um, comedians as a sad clown, like there's a lot of depression involved. There was a lot of uh, uh, tragedy in their life that made them become a comedian. There mm -hmm. are comedians like that. But then there's other comedians that are just naturally bubbly at people that took that energy and brought it to the stage as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I you know, I never, it was never a thing of the depression for me. What mm -hmm. make what messes with me, and I honestly I have a therapist that I talk to, and mm -hmm. the depression part of it is the, the, the business part and being a black man mm -hmm. in, in this business. That oh, is yeah. depressing because you you know how no matter how hard you work or how hard you match up against some of the top comedians in the country you always seem to get less than the white, your white counterparts. Absolutely. That's on any level. And you be looking at them like, are they paying this dude this money? Like, yeah. and, I, and you know, you, you've been there, we open up for dudes and we be like, you know. Yeah. And what, then we be looking what, at what, you. What do I have to do? Right. Well, who but, the dude, but, the dude, but the dude looks at you and goes, how did I get here? And how did he, did? how, how right. come he didn't? They and we can we have those lot. conversations. They have they had those conversations because they just as confused as as we are. They question um, that in their mind. I just did some shows last week. Uh, uh, with uh, I don't even say anybody name, but this dude uh, Jake yeah. New, Chris Newberg, the mm -hmm. target. Yeah, and he was just coming from two dates. He was coming from mm -hmm. two weekend bookings. Right, and I had did some bookings earlier, but I know my you know I mean I know my cadence so. Right. We got on, and I'm like, he didn't know me from Adam. Right. And they had me feature for him, and I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was like, yo, how many yeah. shows have you done before this one? I was like, I think one last week. Yeah. You are killing I'm looking at him like, dude, if you only knew why that I know how much you making compared to I'm making. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a new feature. I'm, yeah. I'm not a new feature. I'm a they feed them a headliner in a feature spot. In a feature spot, exactly. Because they want to do two man shows. So I, re I remember having a feature for a guitar dude, <laughs> and I was like, because mm. you know, and I and I don't I don't categorize all of them like that because I know some that are beast, but yeah, yeah, a lot of guitar dudes they not funny until they pick up the guitar. Right. You know he I mean, does, like they, he's funny. and I, don't get me wrong, he's funny. It's just yeah. That, he, you know what I mean, like you two, you one, come up with a you come up with a straight stand up. Then do it to somebody. Crowd. Yes, just think about it. we yes. talk about thirty or forty people when you right. compare to your laugh breaks taking you through 200, 300 people. Right, if that ain't happening in the room. You got to stand flat footed and and take that silence. And I love right. silence. When right. you get quiet, I'm like, oh yeah, they listening. Okay. Right, right, yeah. So I mean, I I get it, man. I totally understand that whole that whole concept when you when you first step on stage like how old were you um i was 19 
Word? I was 19 when I first did comedy. My brother was a DJ. He used to bring in Big Pun. Um, back in the day, they used to hold him and I give a shout out to Grandman. He was, they used to be little promoters and it was his club in uh, my hometown. Used to bring all the rappers. Yo, when, uh, remember, um, Oh, dude's got robbed. Oh, what's the name of you? You talk about oh, you talk about um, you talk, you ain't talking about um, uh, what's your boy, a Benzino? Are you? No, 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 Benzino uh, was that's Boston. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a rap group, uh, Prodigy. Remember Prodigy? Oh, Mob Deep, yeah. Mob Deep got robbed at Rob, the show. Robbed in my hometown. Crazy thing is, so long story short, my brother used to promote comedy shows. Yeah. And they were, Def Jam was just hitting in. Martin Lawrence wasn't even a host yet. And uh, all the comedians from New York would come to, come and do this spot. And um, they were always late, dog. They would show up like hour, 45 minutes after the show was supposed to start. And one time I was in there just carrying crates. You know, I would carry crates to get in. Because, you know, I ain't yeah. enough to be in a club. And, right. you know, my brother would sneak me a couple of drinks. And, you know, I'm like, yo, behind the DJ booth. And I was always that dude that was good at, what do y'all call uh, crack? You call Jonin. Yeah, Jonin. We say Jonin. Okay, we call it cracking in Massachusetts, really, and Connecticut. So I was deadly at cracking. Like, Mm -hmm. don't even, I go in a barbershop, don't say nothing to me. Right. Because I'm going to do the act outs. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to have the music. I'm going to play the whole scene. Just don't do it. And I used to, cute. And, uh. My brother was like, yo, uh, they ain't even here yet. And they were stressed out. He was like, yo, they ain't even here yet. They said they like 45 minutes out. And I'm like, uh, he was like, mm. you know me, I'm just behind the booth. He's like, do me a favor. Can you just stand up? Just just tell a story or do something for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, kill some time. I'm right. Like, what? So they gave me, they didn't even give me a chance. They just did the intro. Yo, coming to the stage, you know, DJs do it. Right. Yo, this kid is hot. The new kid on the block. My brother, my man, Big Hank. And I was like, oh, wow. The intro got me. Right. And I was just talking. Da, da, da. I do this York Peppermint Patty commercial. I made it up where I did all the nationalities. Like I did a Jamaican. If it was Jamaican dude had the York Peppermint Patty, I'd be like, what's going on? What's going on? If you have a sensation of a mint with the chocolate on it. You know what I mean? I was black, <laughs> Puerto Rican dude. You know what I mean? And I did a black woman. And my brother was like, yo, that's so crazy that you you put all that together. And I was like, you know, I think in picture from, yeah. from cracking. Right. And that sparked everybody was like, yo, yeah, you, you, this is your first time doing comedy? I'm like, yeah. They're like, wow. get out of here. I'm like, yeah, it's my first time doing comedy. Um, and then the, the Def Jam dude came in. And was like, who's this kid opening up? Who's this dude? He was like, yo, that's my brother, da da da. Like, how old is he? He's like 19. He's like, what? Yeah. I gotta get him. And you know, that makes New York cats, they automatically was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so the management was cool, but the comedians was like, yeah, yeah, you forget that. Put, yeah. You gotta put that work in, man. You gotta put yeah. that, get your chops up. So yeah. I started doing stuff around the city, Boston. I won a comedy competition in Boston. Um, then I did some other stuff and I was getting bookings. And probably when I turned 20, I opened up for Jeff, um, uh, Tommy Davidson, Polly Shore, Louis Anderson, um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Like, I was 21. 20, yeah. I was 21 when I opened up for Jamie Foxx. I did two cities. And dude, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just out there. I didn't know how to structure a joke. Nothing. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. I just knew how to fill time. Yeah, and I knew how to segue. That All was right. a church boy, though. Church, you know, what yeah. I mean, you don't know yeah. your speech. You could you could make up some stuff during your Easter speech. So I would just mouth it. So, so let me so let me let me ask you this: Knowing what you know now, how scary is it that you was up there trying to fill time, not knowing <laughs> that you was supposed to have structure to your material? Like it could have went bad fast. You understand what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> but I knew how to I knew how to crack. Right, right, right. So but, that's still, but, but think about that for a second. Like, like, think about going up on stage right now with no structure. So now, knowing what I know now, I had no, okay, I had no fear. Right, 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 right. But now and you know what you thing, know is different, you know? I had no, my level, I had no fear. Um, right. 
I used to live by, my brother used to tell me, closed mouths don't get fed. Right. See, that's my wife leaving nice and quiet. Yeah, yeah. I got Bye. Daughter was in here. Dee, 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 dee. I'm hungry, though. So, so it was like, I learned, I don't know, like I talked to a lot of comedians about comedy and mm. they asked me all the time about stuff. And I'd be like, shrink your bits. Like, right. People are entertained just like they entertained by Instagram in small amounts. We're right. always thinking 20, I gotta right. get hot 30, I got a hot 40. Dude, but do you have a hot five? That, oh, tell them. Do you have a hot three, hot six? Right. You can, you can slow it down. Right. And one thing I about your, I love about your your your, your style that makes your joke, you don't see, you don't see the corner on your jokes. You don't see, like, I think in pictures. So when you're telling a right. joke, especially the, the French fries, the <laughs> I, you don't see the corners. You don't yeah. see you don't see the corners of the joke. That's what makes it, but it puts people on the edge of their seat. We got to yeah. understand, like, we only have, you got a certain amount of time, and people yeah. are instantly distracted. And instantly, absolutely. And then we came up in a time of, these comedians are in front of strangers yes. that don't know us. They're not yes. our followers. Right. Not our, we don't know them. This is our right. first time maybe seeing us and Adam. They hardly want to clap. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Absolutely. You, you seen this guy before? I ain't seen him enough. Okay. Well. Right. Right. You, so, you, yeah. And it's it's crazy. Um, like you say, you don't see your corners. It's it's crazy because. That joke wouldn't work when I first started. No. And I had to go all it took me. I left it alone. Like I left it, it alone. Because it some transparency. I left it alone for four or five years, man. You know and why? I went, I went at it with a different direction. It. No, I did. I knew it was funny there, but right. I just couldn't get a reaction from it. And I had to go back and learn how to tell a story with it. You didn't believe it. This is the right. hardest part I learned. It's like, Learning, uh, learning to be transparent and right. undeniably, undeniably transparent, where people believe you, right? Is what makes I. This is my opinion. I don't try to say this is what you need to do, but yo, relatability. If your relatability is high, mm -hmm. there's so many places you can go with comedy. That's Absolutely. all. That's I tell anybody that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that 100 percent. Um, and it's basically when you walk on stage. You got three minutes to be relatable to the audience or the majority of the audience. Right. You know, what I mean, if you don't if you're not relatable, you're not you're not going to get their attention. Right. And, just, and, and that's you walking into a room right. looking the way we look and the audience not looking the way we look. But now we got to find a way for them to recognize that be like, oh, he just like us. And we got to do it quick. And, and most people, like the guitar player, don't got to do that. No. The thing was so crazy about it is even black people, if you, you know, we started in, I did black room. That's what people think now. Like, yo, Hank don't mess with black rooms. He don't do a lot of black rooms. <laughs> hey, bitch, if you knew where I started, bro, if you knew how many bars and how many, yo, if you knew. I got booed at the Apollo, dog. Okay. Right. Right. I have with Apollo back in the day when talent was hosted. Tracy Morgan was new. Like right. Tracy Morgan talent. Them dudes were backstage. Talent didn't eat, uh Tracy Morgan wasn't even on the Martin show yet. Right, right. I knew him when he was uh when he was a uh, hustle man. That was his stage name. No, I knew him when he was really that really kid. hustle man. Okay, I got he you. Was I got really you. a little dusty. He was like, yo, what's going on, B? What's going on with you? He was really a little scraggly and ashy. That right. wasn't a character. He was really like that. Right, right, right. And, that, and that's funny because Martin probably saw it and I was like, yo, I want that on my show. You know Dude, what I mean? He was so, yo, he was so funny back then. He used to do a bit about the track, running uh -huh. track. He said, yo, track stars, they be so muscular in shape. He said, yo, he said, when they get to the line, you see them, you can see the muscles pull Satan. He said, but what, dude, after they hit that line and they go through, they turn into straight little girls. I saw him do that bit on, uh, on Def Jam. Yo, I see him do that bit 
before Def Jam. Right, right. And young, crazy yeah. dog. So when you were around, when you when you grew up, when I was in Massachusetts, um, and I was running across, like I saw Dane Cook before he left. Yeah. Um, Patrice O'Neill had just left. Right, um, right, right. Conan, Conan was already gone. And then there's all these comedians that come like Bill Burr and pop in and out. Like these yeah. comedians was in Boston. I know. Like, these are dudes that would be I would be in a club and be like, what? Yeah. And I didn't know you started in 19. So yeah, you was right in that wheelhouse. You know what right. I mean? Like, like that, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I would be looking around like right. crazy. And it, the the level of comedy was just bananas for me. So it was like I would just I watched Tommy Davidson. I did shows with Tommy Davidson when I was 20. You know yeah. what it was like when Tommy Day, Jamie Foxx, when he was wearing tight, dude, Jamie Foxx, when he was wearing tight little uh, green muscle shirts, bro. Dude, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, that was the days, those were the days people were like, yo, are you serious? I'd be like, yes, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you the truth. They were like, nah, I like, dude, it was a time where com- entertainment was such a high level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cats would be like, yo, you don't, yeah. They'd be like, yo, Jamie Foxx, he would play the keyboards, he would stop, he would sing a little bit, he would do some jokes, um, he would come back. Tommy Davidson, that was the first time I seen the McDonald's. I got a taste for McDonald's. <laughs> yo, when you see that and you just doing jokes, you be like, yeah. Yeah. What am I doing? Right, exactly. So, so let me ask you. Let me ask you this. And you did something um, some years back that went viral uh, yes. on the internet, and it was it was really it was coming from an honest space. It was coming from an honest space, you know and it I, blew up. There you go. Yeah, there you go. We gonna talk about. Oh, it. I got hoodies now. I gotta send you one. I got the no doubt, no yeah, doubt. So it, come, it yeah, it came from an honest space, which was basically mm-hmm. pay teachers more money and. You get confused with being a teacher because you you speak it so loudly. You, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all I did was chaperone aquarium trip, bro. Right. Did was the, the Georgia Aquarium? Georgia Aquarium. Man, Georgia I remember. Aquarium. I remember going there for the first time, bro. Yeah. And it's fancy. It's nice. It's, it's, it's insane. Yes. They sent me there. Uh, I went. My wife was like, "You need to go." Um, it was right. I did barbershop. It was right after I did barbershop three. And um, right. I, I did a Tupac movie. Don't look for me in a Tupac movie. Uh, I did a bunch of stuff, but I, they cut all that. That's what I learned about being real humble in the uh, with TV and movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just keep your mouth shut. Keep your head down. Do your work. Because right. you don't know what they're going to cut, what they're going to keep. So don't right. look at you flexing. Right. Saying a whole bunch. You may, you may be in every scene, and they'll cut all those scenes out that you're walking through. So... Yeah, um, but nah, man, I was chaperoning aquarium trip, and I didn't ask for it, Bliss. Like you, you, yeah. know, I was, dude. Like I, you saw, you saw how I talked to my daughter, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I love these kids, but mm, I almost don't trust these fools, man. It's like right. dude, when pandemic, I told my wife, "This is nothing keeping them from killing us." You know. <laughs> she was like, "Really?" I said, "We gotta walk around here on a strong front." <laughs> Let them know that we'll beat their ass in here. You ain't gonna just handle us, you know. <laughs> you knocked on the door this morning. Hey, we going to the gym? Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, bro. Your mother yeah. ain't gonna have sex with me right now. Don't knock on the door like that. What's wrong with you? You stirring up? Don't mess up the flow in here. We usually lay around for a couple of minutes, eight thirty, watch a little TV. Then she mentioned language, like, hey, and I'm like, all right, you knocking? Ask him out the gym. <laughs> so you ain't got a membership or a car. Out of here. My son, <laughs> that's why my son got a special place. He in the bed. He's like, nah, I'm good. He don't knock on the door. We don't see him to one. Yeah, no doubt. But, no um, doubt. but nah, the viral, the I chaperone aquarium trip, and they gave me a group of kids, dude. I didn't know. I didn't know they did that. I didn't yeah. know they, they give you kids to watch during. Mm-hmm. I thought you'd just be blended in. And they just tell you, Mr. Denson, I didn't know they were going to give me a group of kids to walk around the place and right. do the tour. So in the Georgia Aquarium, it splits into a hole in the Absolutely. middle. And I had a couple of white girls, a couple of little black girls, my son and all that. And the little white girls started crying. And, I, and the black girl was like, little mama. And I just, I lost it for a minute, bro. Like, real talk. Like, this is why it hit me so deep. 
<laughs> it hit me so bad because I'm a PA. I used to be uh, working orthopedics and I okay. worked at PS for the PS. So I'm used to dealing with people, kids and their family and their kids at their worst scenario. Right. Like, you know, when kids come in and they got broken bones, parents can't do anything about it. So it's the worst time for a parent and a child. And right. they got to count on a stranger to make right. that. Right. And that's the same thing teachers take. But I can drug you. I can stab a needle in your kid's throat, neck, in his head. <laughs> ain't nobody going to say nothing. You know what I mean? I'm like, hey, it's, it's gonna st- just a little sting. Just a little sting, a little pinch, a little pinch. And nobody ain't going to say nothing because they be like, just fix him. Oh, my God. Is he hurt? Just fix this. He, I didn't mean from the fall. But teachers, bro, I yeah. lost it. Got in the car. That's when viral, that's when Facebook had just kind of, Facebook Live yeah. kind of ramped up. Yeah. The video, dude, I... It was the weirdest, it was the weirdest but craziest eye-opening thing of technology that I've ever seen. Right. Because I did the video, I got home. By the time I got to my son, picked my son up from school and got home because we went to movies that night, the video had hit 50,000 views. Wow. So you know me, I'm like. Okay. How, long, how long was it, the original one? You mean the original video? Like how, how long did you talk on that on that live? Man, I think it was like 14 minutes. Here's a crazy thing, Hank. Now that you mentioned that particular one, I didn't know that was the first one. Right. I didn't know that. So I saw that one. So do you know what I got? <laughs> so you know I got the one for I hit one for uh Coquito, which is I, I saw that one. Yeah, so, I saw that one too. Yeah. But that stuff, listen, thing is with this viral, everybody, I don't have, I'm not in a mental space to do it every day. Right. Some cats, like I'm going to get to the, like I told myself with my admin, I'll have stuff off my schedule. I'm going to commit to really making content for six months yeah. and do just burning it all out for the new year. I had to get on the other side of this whole vote thing what we're doing as black people, um, right. what our president's going to do um, before I get out here and just, because I was all over the place with what was pulling me towards what's wrong with this country. And that messes with your voice and your energy. So I was burning too much and I was losing sight of my mission of what my comedy's supposed to do, more of getting in that headspace of Trump this, Trump, because I don't talk politics. It's just a waste right. of time. right. But the teacher thing, when the viral hit, it kind of showed me that you don't really have to say the most funniest. You don't have to say, uh, you don't have to be, you got to have some facts, but you have to be, once again, transparent. And the highest level of transparency is what was relatable. And how they related to it, it just, and I look around, people was like, yo, two million Three million. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, are you serious? They're like, yeah, six million. I was like, when it hit five point eight million, I was like, <laughs> this ain't real. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't real. Like, right? You know, right. Was, you know, you scared of the video. You like, oh my god, did I say something? <laughs> Am I on Illuminati's list? Government uh, come looking for me. You know what I mean? Like, how you, it's on two parts of being real dope, but being real scared. Like, we got a, Marvin just hit a viral video. Yeah, um, yeah. Man, still, and he controversial. He gonna yes. say whatever, he, and I'll be like, I'm glad he got all the guns he got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of you, you play through a lot of stuff in your head. Like, oh, I don't want nobody. I was thinking that teachers gonna be messing with my kid. That yeah. my kids are still in school. Right. Like, you know what I mean? What does that mean for me as I'm saying this and it's growing around the country? Then I realized that viral for black is not the same for viral as white. Right. Because I've seen other people do videos after me. Uh-huh. Um, and then they like, oh, well, a couple of cats. And a lot of people don't know this, but it's like I did. I was probably one of the first ones to do a teacher video that went viral like that. Right, and I right. saw everybody else jump on. Everybody jump, right. Everybody so, but it's cool. I was like, but I need, my thing was my why to help. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to do all this, pay the teachers more money, and I don't have teachers in the audience, or I don't take that time out to say what's real. Um, I'm not going to stand and tell a bunch of jokes about 
teachers go through this because I'm not a teacher. What I'm right. gonna do is when I experience what I'm seeing and what doesn't make sense and doesn't right. make sense to you, why I'm talking to people who are not teachers in the room with teachers. Right. The hardest part is we where teachers have their own space where they talk amongst each other. And then right. there's that space outside of that where they can't say anything. Right. And right. other teachers can't say anything because they don't want to lose their job. They don't want to so lose their I, job. I come in saying whatever the hell I want. As I said, I'm like, yeah, your kid ain't shit. This, so we, this, yeah, so we did this. You learning now how yeah. dumb your kid is. Teacher told you your kid was dumb, but no, <laughs> you didn't believe him. Now you at home, both of y'all dumb. Y'all dumb as a family, collectively. <laughs> so that, 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 it was funny because when we was in uh, Philly, I did a show with you in Philly. Yes. And yo, you was you was you was speaking so much truth to the teachers, like they couldn't do nothing but laugh. Like the eruption of laughter was because they was like, yes, like, yes, like, yo. Some of them cried. That's yes, you saying I what I can't been, say. Yeah. Um, it was emotional for, I didn't tell you, but it was emotional for me in Philly. I think we mentioned it. Um, uh, there was a teacher, Mrs. Hawkins. Um, I forgot the school. Um, you, but you, you talked to me before about it, yeah. Teacher, she she died in a fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. She died in, she was the one who told me, you got to come, you please, you got to come to Philly. Right. See you in Philly. And I was like, I'm coming to Philly. And then I went and tried to get in touch with her. Couldn't yeah. find anything. Right. And pulled up the paperwork that she had died in a fire. Yeah. And, and dude, it like right now it's emotionally hitting me because people don't know how many teachers have died. Yeah. Because of new COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you walk around and we just we living in these bubbles, bro. Oh, these bubbles, them bubbles keep you safe where you just you don't think it relates to you. You don't, right. don't think it's going to touch you. You don't yeah. think you know anybody. You don't think, and it's like, the when you when you talking to people and you share the kind of energy for the teacher stuff that yeah. I do, and then you see them disappear, dog, you know that that affects a bunch of kids. A whole lot of kids. And, and their psyche. Think about, think about, think about when you were a child, there's teachers that you still got in your mind from being in elementary school. Miss Drumy. There you go. I'm a reading teacher, Miss Drumy. She's the reason why I'm not scared to stand up and talk in front of people. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. I, re I remember it was just, just a week ago. We got an email from one of my, my kids' teacher, virtual teachers, uh -huh. sent an email to me and my ex-wife about our daughter. And said how much of a pleasure it is for her to see her at seventh period on the Google Meet. Because all the kids are wound down by the end of the day. Right. They don't turn their cameras on. They just sitting there in the class. He's he like, and your daughter is there every day at seventh period asking questions, being lively, happy to be there. And she's like, and it's. She's like, it does me well, and y'all doing a great job. And I was like, check that out. You know what I'm saying? Right. This, jerk, this jerk we got, he won't leave us alone. <laughs> we He's all in our face. <laughs> Dancing. Well, we told, yeah. We, and we, and we, the crazy. As soon as that monitor come on. Yeah, our kids aren't allowed to turn their cameras off. I'm like, dude, take the hood off your head. Why? Yeah. She, why? It's cold in here. Bro, it ain't cold in here. You just had your shirt off. You just had your shirt off. You walk around with your shirt off all day. As soon as you got to go to school, you 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 cold? It's the yeah. same room. Yeah, that's I funny, agree. man. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, man. I mean, here's, yeah. the thing, here's the thing, though, Hank. It's like, think about when we wouldn't have been able to have that because that technology wasn't there for us, right? But these kids are built for this, though, for me. It's they... They they are coping with it way better than I think our generation would have. The thing is, which is I good. don't think I was mature enough to do nothing like this, Hank. Well, which is really which is really good. I had the patience, but I didn't have the. I wouldn't have had the learning environment at home to be able to concentrate. Oh well, that's the thing. We had different parents. My mother, my mother would have asked how much it costs. She'd be like, "How much? How much?" Whole <laughs> time she would have been screaming, like, "How much? Is, how much does this Google meeting cost? Like, Who pays for this?" 
<laughs> and my mom would have been like, my mom would have been like, you better keep that down. I'm trying to watch my stories. Like, like, oh, yeah. like, like my mother yeah. would have been the one that put a basket of clothes right in front of the screen. Like, he got clothes to fold. So when he finished folding these clothes, he can come to math. <laughs> my mother don't care. She'd be like, he gotta eat dinner because we eat. She said, we, we eat at five. <laughs> You can, you'll see sandwiches handed right in the middle of like, oh, mom, eat, eat now. You better eat now because I'm closing. I'm telling you, dude, listen, you just did a bit, bro, right there. <laughs> That's my whole shit, right? It's just facts. It's just facts. My father will come in, hey, hey, hey. So, uh, so they That's can see you, huh? Damn, move. <laughs> okay, okay. How this thing works? So they, they can see me. Damn. Who that girl with the big titties over there on oh, the corner? Oh, my dad would be like, oh, so the people can see me? Okay, okay, Miss Teacher Lady, how you doing? All right, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a deacon dancing. Oh my God, bro! Uh, Trinity, he gives a Church of God in Christ, Holy Trinity, fifty seven. Oh days. man, dude, Everybody you got me over here crying, bro. Like that's your, it's funny, man. It's like, and you came up in the church too, so you already know what it was. Like my whole, my whole situation was. I like yo, like my mom was a minister, so it was like she was. Yeah, <laughs> my mom went to seminary school. My mom got saved when I was like seven, right? I remember, wow. y'all. Like, my father has his doctorate in theology. Yeah, so my mom became a minister. I was about 12, 11, 12, something like that, and uh, it was all the fun out the air. <laughs> oh man, it was crazy, but it was like you know, because my older brothers and sisters, I'm like, yo, why mom got to get saved when when we coming up? Y'all didn't have to deal Your with saved. This is like we got yeah. out of there. It's just so man, it was crazy. We saw it get ready to happen. And, but it was it was this this how my mom was. My mom was so dope. If when I look back at it, like she we had to be in church, but she she knew we still wanted to be kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I had the NWA album. She was just like, she was just like, look, don't, don't play, put your headphones, don't play that. Don't disrespect my house. You know, it would be like she, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we were, it was a toss-up. Let me tell you, dog, it was a toss-up because my father, my parents used to have some of the best parties. My father, the wow. party was so hard that they wow. had a ventilation system in the basement. My father had a father's uh, engineer, so he had a built-up bar, like a professional bar. Right, right. Red, I used to have to put cups on the top of the red tops at the parties. That's how right. much, that's how stacked it was. Mother right. used to cook food. Everybody knew about Hank and Dee's parties. Wow. New Year's Eve, all that. Father got saved, bro, and tore it all up. What? My, he had a record collection. He tore. Yo, I mean, how old, how old were you when this happened? Oh, uh, had to be like nine. And so here's the like, crazy thing about that, Hank. So it, it, it remind me of this because this might this podcast might go a little longer now than we we into this conversation. When you when you get somebody that find that find the Lord and they get saved and they jump all the way in like that, they go to the extreme. Extreme. <laughs> I, I mean, like, what's going on? To, like, <laughs> I saw him trying to smoke cigarettes. He was sitting in the bathroom downstairs and be like, right. And be like, what's wrong? He'd be like, I don't have a taste no more. I was like, and I would just look at him like, what the hell? Right. But right. then it was like he was pouring out liquor. My brother said he threw away. My older brother was the DJ. He would play the music. Right, right. And he was like, he threw away good records. Like, all we thought about was the parties we were going to have as we yeah, got Yeah, right. Tore it all up. To tear the, the toss-up between it was, it's like my father couldn't, he used, he still liked to be out. So he played softball and all this other stuff, and he would go to church. Then my mother was always in the middle of it. You know what I mean? She'd be like, right. she was the president of the Usher board, vice president of the hospitality committee. So we were going to church every Sunday, all right. day. Then right. I don't want to be there. Why I got to help with the crackers? I don't want to crumble the crackers. And I had yeah. to the juice is the blood. It tastes like grape juice. It's not the blood. <laughs> Man, there'd be so much going on, dude. And it was like, in that, that's where a lot of the f funny came from because right. my father would be like, he would try to preach to me, you know, yeah. tell me stuff. And I would look at him like, dude, you know how I many I went to catechism. I, I've been going to Sunday school since I was born. You can't right. tell me about the Bible, bro. Right. Like, and, be look, and I was the kid with the most pushback. My brother ended up being a drummer for the church. 
Wow. So they, my older brother left. He got out of there. He saw the, he saw the writing on the wall. He's like, once they turn on that bar. <laughs> so I was like trapped. I'm trapped there, and I have to go to all the little meetings. Right, right. On the usher board, and you remember, I'm sickly, so I'm the little yeah. asthma kid. I was like, man, I'm so sick of this stuff. Right. I'm, I'm places and meetings with my mother. My mother in there trying on bras and stuff for the anniversaries and you know it's the fittings i'm like i don't want it you know, everybody else is playing right right everybody right. else is playing and right what it did was but more of that it gave me an idea of you know being married yeah juggling being right. trans, being present right um you know in the entertainment business you know how you gotta unplug learn how to unplug from what the business is right be present for your kids yeah um, when to say no, right? You know, when to say yes, is it worth it? At right. what cost? So right. you learn a, I learned a lot through that. Yeah, I, shoot, we gotta do a whole another thing about coming up in the church because it was di- it was different, man. You know what I mean? It's like you know, I just remember, I remember going to church, going to eat after church, and going back to evening service. I'm like, why? That's it. Like, why? That's all you did. I used to hate that, yo. <laughs> like, come on. Only why? day I really liked was Easter because I used to wear my little fits, and then we went to Six Flags. That's it. I skipped Easter one time. How'd you do that? We got in trouble, man. We went to Sunday school, had our Easter stuff on. I convinced me, my twin sister, and my cousin to let's walk back home after we got our eggs. Oh, we got a coconut egg with the mm-hmm. chocolate. Yep. They said, they was like, why? Wow. I said, they're going to they gonna talk about the same thing they always talk about on Easter. It's, it's all they're going to talk about. Yo, Jesus rose at three, after three days, da 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 we you didn't have back. an Easter speech? No, nope. that, that year we didn't. We had the Easter speech on the night before, the Saturday night one. Walked all the way back home, man. My grandma, man, she was ticked. She was looking for us through the whole service. <laughs> we had bounced. The only place I could do, I could sneak out and go to Friendly's and get breakfast. And yeah. that was it. And then, they because we went to Sunday school, my father taught Sunday school. My mother was in the hospital. You know, it was real. It was so crazy that my family was so into every fiber of the church. Mm-hmm. But I was the only one that was like, man, I ain't doing that. I ain't yeah. doing that. My mother be yeah. like, well, you ain't. No, I ain't doing that. I used to wear flip-flops. I used to wear flip-flops and linen suits. Because <laughs> I was like, Jesus wore sandals. My mother's like, no, you ain't. I say, yeah, you, you wild. I was, yo, I was off the chain. I would show up. I would have, dude, because I was making a little money then. I had my own little whip. So yeah. I was 20. I pull up and they, you know, they know I had shows. I have a fresh little, like, lilac linen suit on with some brown little polo flip flops. They were like, what? Are you? I just got my feet done. You know, Jesus, where I go walk around. The, I walk around and they were looking at me, you know, because this is Pentecostal. I put put that drop that 20 in the bucket. They were like, Listen, okay. man, and, and like, we, well, were, we were we were in we were in Pentecostal. That's what my mom was in that Pentecostal. Jesus said, and listen, as I am, they listen, like, wow. that whole speaking in tongues and running around oh, the church. It freaked my wife, don't even people, know, but my, it people falling out. Yo, at, listen. I was, I was, I was skeptical. I was, the, I was the kid in the background going, "Hey, Fagin," like you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> like, like, that ain't real. You know didn't what I mean? pass out. He pushed Here, her. Here's the crazy thing. Like, so my mom was speaking tongues. My sister, my oldest sister, her and her husband were ministers, and so they were Pentecostal. My mom was in a Pentecostal church. And so my mom was speaking tongue and my sister would translate. Like, so they, it was, it was a all, like, it was like it, the worst thing in the world was when, when, when they had four or five of their friends at the house and they were going to have a word of prayer by the time they left. I was like, we're going to be up for four hours. Mm. So it, 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 it was, it was just like, it was this whole whirlwind. And I remember the time my mom, I was, I was going, I was, I was a teenager. I was giving my mom a whole lot of issues. She had her friend on the phone to pray for me. So I'm on the phone. Her friend apparently said, I was, I had a, I was praying about your son last night. I want to talk to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. We on the phone and she praying with me over this phone. And my mom is behind me and I'm listening to prayer and I'm being obedient. I'm just listening to prayer. She's like, just repeat after me. Just say hallelujah. Right. So I'm saying hallelujah. Now my mom don't hear her telling me to say hallelujah. 
Mm-hmm. My mom is of the ilk that I'm saying it on my own and I'm starting to feel this prayer. So my mom is about to freak out in the background that she all back there feeling it. Got my her hand on the back on my back and all this other stuff. And I'm like, this is about to get out of control like five minutes, right? So <laughs> so the lady on the phone is like, um, the, the Lord told me that you was gonna be able to speak in tongues. And I was like, no, he didn't. And I said that. I was like, no, he didn't. Like that, right? Because I'm 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 being obedient, but I'm at the point where don't 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 bullshit me into this. This right, world that y'all in. I can't like, do what I don't I, I'm obedient to the Lord, but you're not gonna bring me into this world that y'all in because I don't believe this. I believe right. I believe the word, but I don't believe what y'all doing. Right. So she was like, just just repeat after me, right? So she said, just keep saying hallelujah. So as I was saying hallelujah, she was on the phone remixing in from hallelujah to this other phrases, these other, these other tongue phrases. And she said, right. just say say it like I'm saying it. And I'm like. And I'm thinking in my head, if I do anything like what you're doing right now and my mom is behind me, I say, she going to believe what you told her on the phone. Everything. And then she going to think that this prayer has caused me to be able to speak in tongues. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. Like, 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 I'm not, like, I know my mom. I was like, I'll you never be able to. You wouldn't have got from under that. I'll never be able to listen to NWA again. Like, like, no. like, like well, let me tell you, I used to have <laughs> asthma attacks every year, and they used to bring me to church and pray for me. And you know, after you come from it, like this is back in the day when they used to give you a lot of prednisone, they used to put you in a hospital. Right. And I'm weak. I'm right. Weak. My mother used to dress like gangsters every Easter. So we had three-piece suits, we had hats, all this stuff. So uh-huh. I'm up there getting prayed for, you know, he put the oil in his hand. And he, he, he's playing from, but he's pushing me. Yes. Dude, I'm weak, dog. <laughs> and it's like every year, this would happen every year. I had an asthma attack every year for like seven years. <laughs> and he would be pushing on me and I would be like, I would tell my mother, she'd be like, go on up there and get prayer. He was like, uh, little Henry, uh, he uh, had a spot with asthma. We're going we gonna to church pray for him real quick. Uh, you know, we're going to ask father. And I was like, oh, he's going to, I used to tell my mother, he's going to push me on the floor. He pushes me on the floor all the time. So I'll be up there at this time. <laughs> Try to get back up. <laughs> I'm holding his hand like this. Because like, I was weak, dog. I was weak. I was like, you're not going to push, you ain't going to push me down in this new suit that my mother <laughs> uh, Hey, man, you should, we should do a skit. I like the skit you do with your son. I like the skit you do with your son. Oh, you like the Henry's? Yeah. So here's the here's the here's the idea. Reenact that, right? <laughs> right with your son. Push him down, and he get back up and push you back. Like, hey man, you are gonna keep pushing me on the ground? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let me tell you something. He can't wait. Let me tell you about this little dude. He can't wait for a day to rest to fight. Like now he got little muscles on him. Oh, he think he gonna fight you, dog? Oh, every time I go in there, he be like, "What?" I be like, "Yo, oh yo, Hank." So. So listen, man, I'm going to tell you right now. What he don't know is, and I hope you'll listen to this podcast, old men don't play. So, and then like, so there was a comedian I was working with and he was telling a story about, I'm going to fight, he's like, I'm going to fight dad today. And his little brothers was like, yo, today is the day. Like, oh, I'm going to fight dad. He said, he walked up on the porch and, and confronted his dad and was like, yo, it's going on today. Like, I'm tired of you, you know, Talking to me where you talking to me, it ain't gonna happen no more. And it's gonna be the end. And he said, before he finished his sentence, his dad chopped him in the throat and then punched him in the chest. Said, You talking too much. And I was like, and I was like, that's that's that whole energy from an old man. It's like old. It's, he, it's said to me, he said something the other day, and I said, I told him, I said, dude, you got too many loose clothing on you to be walking He's like, What you talking about? So I pulled his hood over his head. Uh-huh. And, and dragged him to the living room. <laughs> so the, there was light in the kitchen, but I dragged him to the living room. It was dark. So he right. couldn't see. He came out of his hoodie. I was standing on the couch behind him. Right. And he, when he got up, he was like, and then, <laughs> I, then I reached down. I was like, see, just like that. Oh, God, you ain't ready for this. You're not ready. I was like, dude, you ain't ready for this. I said, I'm going to but you. You're going to get bit. Show him the scene from uh, Baby Boy when it went behind him. Like, <laughs> Yo, he, and then the thing is, he go to the gym with me. I'm in the gym. Right. He see me pushing these racks up. And right. I mean, he'd be like, Daddy, that's a lot of weight. I'm like, dude, that's your body weight. That's your body weight. Exactly. And look how many times look how many times I'm putting this up. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing in here? I know what's getting ready to go down. I was like, I don't want to have to shoot you. 
So I possibly get physically ready to go throw these hands. I said, I might as well. That's hilarious, bro. That is I hilarious. I said, your sister already tried me. Now she she know I'm crazy. So yeah. hey, you next. That's crazy, man. It's it's funny. You most most grown men still afraid of their dad. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Most, most, yeah, most grown men still be like, I'm not about that. been making guns. My God, <laughs> father been making guns with his hands. Smith and Wesson, 49 yeah, yeah. I still think he got one little one little punch in there that would end all of this. Right. <laughs> no doubt, yo. My mother's left-handed. And oh tall, man! So I don't oh. know when the slap is coming. So there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that my I just mom, like. my mom was the my mom was the fastest draw, uh, in the in the Northeast, bro. Cause she can punch you, she can slap you while she talking and never miss her whole sentence. Um, my cousins in Raleigh used to call her flip flip, cause she, my younger brother used to be talking. And he, before he knew it, she'd been on slapping six times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom, my mom would not break her cadence. Like, you know, you, you hit somebody like, I told you not to. My mom would be like, I told you not to pop it up. I mean, I'd be like, exactly. Just like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> my mom would say, walk past me. I'd be like, why? I like, just hit me right here. Like, well, I got walk past you. You know what I'm saying? She I used to avoid it. That, that yeah. was the best thing. I with, told with my mom, head up. Like, yeah. why would you not? I would just be like, I walk straight to her. And be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and if you so close, it's hard to slap your baby. I my think mom, my, uh, my, uh, my mom had a good uppercut. My mom, my mom, my mom. Yeah, my mom listen, the nosebleed was satisfied. My mom, she like, uh -huh. mom, part of the money team. <laughs> Man, my, listen, my mom, my mom had an evil right, yo, like <laughs> overhand right. You know what I'm saying? This Yo, so what I like to do on Bliss, uh, the Bliss Ignorant podcast, man. Um, if you ever watched uh, James Lipton. And the actors, actors studio. Yeah, uh, he would he would shoot off some questions. I remixed it a little bit, and I like to do that on the podcast. So okay. let me hit you off with these questions real quick. What's your favorite word? Shut up. No doubt. Uh, what's your least favorite word? No. I understandable. Um, if uh, if I had to, you know my slogan, TTBS. Right. That's that bullshit. Anything and everything you have, there's no control over in your life, right? Uh, what is that's that bullshit to you? Um, oh, oh, that bullshit to me is, I just had it, um, investment. Okay. I think, uh, there's another word for it. Invest, I just think that people are not in, don't make the investment. Mm -hmm. and stuff you know what i mean yeah. you want it but you're not making an investment you don't put everything into it that it that yeah. like yeah. but you then you want you want that same stuff you out. want all of the return right yeah i think that's so, yeah bullshit, man i think that's yeah. like oh, how how are you gonna show up and you ain't giving your all but you want it all yeah all right that's really that bullshit to me it's like yo but i'm no it's not no and i that's yeah. why i feel like you know, this is a wake-up call for a lot of stuff. A lot of people have to reset, figure it out. Um, right. Jobs is gone. The things ain't the same. So right. a lot of people was getting by on that bullshit, right? Right, right. Now they really got to invest in it and, and work. So uh, the opposite of that is what is the shit to you? Oh, shoot. Hip-hop music, bro. There you go, baby. There you go, <laughs> man. Hip-hop music. Dude, no doubt. No matter no how doubt. much bullshit hip-hop music put, they bring with a T.I. album. Then somebody else came out with it. Busta Rhymes came Rhymes, out with his Busta joint. Yeah. On, uh, the volume of the Black Thought came out with his Black new joint. Yeah. Come on, yeah. B. Yeah, it was dope, bro. Yeah, got you, man. I'm glad I came up when I came up. That's all I can say, man. Yes, I just like man. I think we came up in the great wheelhouse of hip hop, bro. Bro, like yeah. I'm like that Nas album started it for me. Then the Buster yeah. Rhymes was banging that all week. Yeah, absolutely. Ti keeps sneaking in there. Uh, yeah, dude, it's just hip hop. Hip hop that shit, man. I saw I saw an article last week, and I had to agree with it. Uh, Raekwon has said that. He believes that Supreme Clientele is ranked as the highest, the best hip hop album that ever come out. And I go, wow. And I start thinking about it because the purple tape gets a huge amount of applause. 
But right. I remember buying Supreme clientele and I remember having a CD changer in my car. And I remember that never coming out of my CD changer as long right. as I had it. Once I put it in there, I never took it out. And when I go back and I listen to Supreme clientele, I go, you know what? I like that more than I like the purple tape. Like I really do. Really? <laughs> I really do, man. Wow. I really do. When I go back and listen to Supreme clientele, I do like that more than I like only built for Cuban links. I do. Wow. I honestly do. If you go back and listen to it, you might be like, you know what? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and it's from beginning to end. There's not a there's not a track on there that I'll be like, I don't want to listen to that. It's yeah. it's from beginning to end. And I, and I was then, like, man. Yep. Yeah, so, they about to have a versa verse uh tribe called Quest and Outcast. I don't think it's gonna happen. Well, you know, I don't see Andre not coming. Andre and Q-Tip are two fickle type of cats. So yeah. I feel like I feel like the moon ain't right and right. the stars don't align. They ain't showing up. <laughs> but <laughs> they, they would, kind of things, man. But that would be dope because you could honestly, you could actually just do low end theory and the and the and the uh, love below and do the 20, 20 songs from those two albums. The crazy thing is, everybody was like, "Yo." Uh, outcast is gonna destroy him. I'm like, it's two different eras, man. It's not, and it's not about who destroys who. Right. It's it's, it's really here's the thing. They're not gonna destroy tribe because tribe is is a, a world. They're on another plateau on their own. The crazy thing is, there would be no outcast if there was no tribe. Here's the crazy thing. If I had to compare it, it's two different universes. It's two different universes. If you were from a comic book era like I am. There's too many multi multi spheres. Like you, you can't like. It's like, no, DC, it's like DC and Marvel. Yeah, they're they're two different universes. Like there's no universe. way they're not even combined, right? Um, and okay, so if no one knew who you were, and I had to introduce you to the world, what's your walk on music since you said hip hop? Oh, it's uh, we're on a war tour with my. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. True. No doubt. I play it now. I play no it all doubt. the time. Yeah. No I doubt. Play it all the time. And, and if you had to end everything and everything's like, okay, I'm retiring from the game. It's all done. Hank Denson is that's it for Hank Denson. What's your walk off music? Oh, um, oh, oh, I was just playing it. Barry White, dude. Oh. First, last, everything. By, by everything. By everything. By last, yeah. That was on uh, Money Talks. The Money yeah. Talks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, no to and be like, no doubt, no doubt, man. Um, I'm gonna have you, a black. I'm gonna have a black turtleneck on. I'm gonna have a full beard. <laughs> like everybody, everybody got their COVID beard going on right now. Yeah. So I'm, this is my first time. We gonna see. We gonna see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm man. I told, I told, I, I told, I put a post up a month ago. I said, yo, Cass is real sensitive about their beers not connecting. I said, y'all ladies, y'all leave them in alone. Don't say nothing about them beers not connecting. <laughs> I was like, Cass is yo, real like, sensitive. Yo, like, maybe you need to drink more milk. Maybe your beard need milk. <laughs> That's so funny as hell. <laughs> I've been seeing dudes get mad too. They be like, they get mad. And I see facial hair quick. Yeah, and that's that's what I be saying to people like all the time. Like somebody see something slick to me, I'm like, man, your beard don't even connect. Shut up. Like sit down. Like <laughs> they, they be like clutch their pearls. Be like, I know, I know, I know. Wow, man, that's so funny. That's your daddy fault. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so uh, if there was another career path other than your own, what do you think you would end up be? What would you be doing? Oh, dude, if I could sing, oh, I'm a yeah, because I yeah. got all the faces. <laughs> I know all the hand gestures. Right, 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 right. Okay, I got you. <laughs> You'd have been y'all. Y'all would have been New Edition Junior because you was coming out oh, of one twelve. I was in one twelve all day. <laughs> no doubt, man. Yo, you man. You can tell Yo, me that, dude. That, I hear you on that one, man. No I got doubt, all the. Man. I got all the the face touches. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yo, man, I, I think that's the time, man. Yo, I appreciate it, man. This joint went by fast, man. So, yo, at the at the end of the day, man, you always gonna be that brother to me, man. Um, from another man, I'm glad we actually got a chance to meet 
And um, and I dude, apologize. Look, dude. I nah, think, man, dude. I'm gonna be it honest. Was, it broke me. I was if it was, like, if it was anybody else, I, I know how busy you are, and I know how many but things. I know you you're a real on. one. Real one. You'd be like, yo, man. Hey, I can't man. do my boy Bliss like that, right? I got you. Yeah, I got you. No, it's like you this shady dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, honestly, man, I just felt like you know what I'm saying. I feel like um, there's a lot of cats in this game, and I feel like. Uh, if, if anybody blows up, whether it be you, whether it be me, whether it be Marvin, whether it be anybody else that I connect with, if I was to blow up tomorrow, you know you'd be definitely one of the cats that I bring along. Like, I'm like, yo, yeah, hey, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Likewise, bro. Right, and that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Right, yeah, exactly. You know right, what right, me, right. On the little bit of peace, little bit of love I get, I'd be like, hey, man, you busy? What you doing? Right, exactly. This, right. This there's, there's, not a lot, there's not a lot of cats that, that just call and check on you, right? But you one of them dudes. And I'll be like, yo, does he call just to say what's up? You know what I'm saying? You know, I, don't, I don't understand why cats don't. Yeah. Like, you know, like, your, honest, your honesty in your brain, in your right. heart, it tells you, it gives you that person's name. Yeah, you just yeah. Say, yo, I wonder what so-and-so's doing. They're doing, right. That is the universe, man. You got to act on that. You got to act on that. Happen yeah. by happenstance. It happens for a reason. Yeah. And you can text, you can hit a call, but you you don't know where that ends up. Yeah. And I've always learned to gravitate towards that energy because you don't know, bro. You don't yeah. know what people are going through. You don't know what they that word they have for you to give back to you. That yeah. can change that, that everything. That could be the reason you were supposed to call because they had something to tell you that you need to hear. And, and, and vice versa, and vice versa. You're absolutely right. So if anybody listening to this, if that ever drops in your head, somebody drop in your head, call them. What you is life? Know. What exactly. is life? Life exactly. is about the corresponding of atoms and energy and all this. So what do you do? How bad would you feel if something happened to that person the next day and, and you and it, and it's something told you to call that person today? Thing is, you can't you can't say nothing to me. Like I'd be like, cause something told you to call him, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, yo, no doubt. Yeah, no me, then crying. Yeah, I yeah no doubt. So hey, now man. they now they watching you from heaven or whatever they are looking at you like. Yeah, dummy should have called me. Yeah, exactly. I would have told them where the money was buried. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would have told you not to get in that car. Right. Right. Exactly, yeah. man. Um, so yo, man, we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it with that, man. I appreciate you joining in for the Bliss Ignorant podcast, man. And I know man. I'm gonna bring you back on soon, man. No doubt. Appreciate you.